This is another message from Glory City Church by Pastor Catherine Renala. For more information, go to glorycitychurch.com.au. Father, we honor you, we bless you. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom. Love our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom. Love our God is an awesome God. Hallelujah, he really is. And it's, it's awesome in, a, in such a way that I have to, I keep using the word seriously glorious because it's like, oh God. People were running to the altars to repent and give their hearts to Jesus. It was just, just extraordinary what the Lord was doing. But ever since, um, I think probably September last year, I have had this incredible growing sense of an awesome fear of God in a wonderful way. Not in, I'm afraid of God, but it's just like, this is, this is serious, seriously glorious, what God, is, what God is doing. And the Holy Spirit's been getting our attention. I want to say thank you to all the intercessors who've been praying for us. And we just, uh, I want to honour you for, for carrying us um, the third the. The night that we were extending to, to do another meeting in Colombia, I woke up that morning and had, I went to bed that light, night having lost my voice, woke up the next day with it back. And uh, because I'd, I'd sent, I'd, I'd asked the Holy Spirit, I said, Lord, you give me everything I need to do, everything you asked me to do. And I sent messages to the intercessors. And I just want to honor the intercessors. Thank you so much. Would you give them a big hand? I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, but I want to say thank you to you as a church. You know, I, I, was, I got to see a little bit of live stream, not much. I got to hear Pastor Joel last week. Amazing, amazing message. So amazing. And, um, and I brag about you all over the place. I just got a message from Glory City Aiken. They were, they're so excited. They do a little blog every week about what they're doing. Their aim is to have more stories than Nathaniel Oliveri about things that happen on the street. And... Um, and so it's just so beautiful to watch and see how the Holy Spirit is just allowing us to have influence. And um, it's happening in, in incredible ways. We had the opportunity to do quite a few interviews with different ones, um, Rick Pino and, and Sean Bowles and Che and, and James Gall and Toya, lots of people. Who? Lou Engel and all sorts of lovely people. And Sean Bowles prophesied over our television program. He just, he began to prophesy, you're going to have such crazy favour. It's going to be like a worldwide explosion with the television. And um, we uh, uh, had the opportunity to do an interview in uh, Augusta. And Chris had mentioned to them that we 
we're on TBN Pacific, and God bless TBN Pacific. They've given us their prime spot Sunday nights, seven o'clock, which is such a, a blessing. We just honour them and say thank you for that. Uh, Sid Roth have us playing on in on uh, in American time. It's eleven o'clock and seven o'clock on the Sundays, which is their prime spot for free all over the world. You can go online and see that. I think Mondays you have to do the time difference. Um, but but uh, Chris mentioned to them that that uh, we were doing that. And they said, well, if TBN can do it for you, we can do it for you. So they, uh, they're giving us um, nine o'clock on Sundays for free. Hallelujah. And, um, and watch and see, because God has got some really exciting plans. And I just thank God for that, for the opportunity to be able to get out there with the Word of God and, and also to celebrate what He's doing around the world. Um, many of the team from Glory City Atlanta came out to Pasadena and to Columbia um, when I was ministering out there. And Pastor Tony, uh, Tony Thompson shared a, a little testimony with me he, over breakfast um, on, the, on the Tuesday of the first week that we were there. And he said, oh, I just got this testimony. And he'd prayed for a lady who had lupus and who also had had cancer and had had her, her lung removed because of the cancer, surgically removed. And um, that she'd come specifically for prayer and it was a progressive report. The doctors, after a, a couple of months, gave her a full, clean report that she no longer had lupus. Then she started feeling strange. She said, I don't feel normal, I feel strange. And she had become used to living on just a limited amount of oxygen. And so they went in and they did some tests and they said, your oxygen levels are way higher than, than should be possible for someone with one lung. So they did a... Um, they did an MRI and they did an X-ray and they didn't know what to make of it. So they started saying, it's some sort of breathable mass. And um, then they flew the surgeon from Texas to Savannah to verify what they were seeing on this MRI and the X-ray. And the, the, now we have a doctor's report to uh, confirm that this lady has a brand new lung. Isn't that amazing? Yay, Jesus! Ah, like, oh, that's a happy breakfast conversation. Yeah, praise the Lord. And even, um, you know, we saw we saw so many amazing things. People getting their eyesight restored. We saw twelve totally deaf ears uh, open up while we were over there, and uh, just remarkable miracles. People running around in the car park because they were testing out their new knees and their new ankles, and 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 more than I can more than I can remember. Nathaniel and uh, got their team mobilised, and we've got lots and lots of footage uh, that we're excited to have a look at with the testimonies because it was just incredible what the Lord was doing. But you know, it was so amazing because it's what we're seeing on a regular basis over here. And we, we need to be careful to remember this is, this is glorious. And you know, if, we are, if we're willing to give Him the praise and the glory for what He does, He will give us more. Hallelujah. Friday night, um, we had some amazing miracles happening here. B, I think, where is she? Um, she'd ha she had a herniated disc wrapped around her spine and had caused numbness all the way down her leg. Where are you? Where are she? I saw her here before. Not here. She's, oh, it must be at the back. Completely healed. Instantly healed. Gloriously healed. So um, just remarkable what the Lord is doing. 
and we want to give him all the praise and all the glory. And um, so we, we are, we're walking carefully though, because I believe that this is a time that God is pouring out such power and such glory that we want to be careful not to get blasé about what the Lord's doing, but to deliberately partner with the Holy Spirit and to focus. This is a season for focus. Hallelujah. And I shared on Friday that, you know, I myself, I've um, just over the last couple of months, I've, I've felt like I should probably just give up the processed sugar. I thought that might be a good thing. I'm not trying to put any dietary thing on you. Um, if you'd said that to me six months ago, I would have said, get behind me. But no, actually, it was not even on my grid. And I was thinking about this um, just over the last couple of weeks, because God bless America, they seem to put sugar in everything. Like everything has sugar. Salad has sugar. Bread has sugar. And um, so I became conscious of the fact um, that, you know, I'd have to look at things carefully. And the Lord just began to speak to me. We've been seeing this. You can, you can see this um, happening all through society at the moment. There seems to be a desire to eat clean. That with the whole hipster movement, there's a desire for the raw. There's a desire for the unprocessed, the organic, the non-GMO. The, you, anybody know what I'm talking about? And it's, you know, it's in the natural. This, people are starting to, uh, they want the real they weren't clean. And I believe that it's a natural sign of a supernatural thing that the Holy Spirit is doing. That the Holy Spirit is bringing a, a fresh hunger and a desire for the clean, for the pure, for the raw and the unadulterated Word of God. That which is pure and clean. And, uh, you know, I've I really, um, I've been so impacted uh, having had the opportunity to spend a few weeks with um, Todd White and just just being around um, his life, watching how he is, he's just so clean. In the message, it's clean and it's beautiful. And But I've, I've also noticed the Holy Spirit has just been putting a, a passion and a desire for people to look at the Word of God with an unfiltered lens, with an unadulterated lens, with an unadded to lens that's just raw and clean. Like I, I get the opportunity to spend time with amazing people from our, our team and they, they're always excited. They've got something to say. Did you read this? Look at this. And they're looking at the Word of God with such childlike, pure eyes that it's, it's like, oh, we can have this. Look at this. Did you, have you read this? And something that we may have read thousands of times, but, but are looking at it with a lens that is just being adjusted to the pure and the clean and the simple, the pure truth of the gospel. Hallelujah. Yay. That's just exciting. <sighs> Nor should there be any obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a man as an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. 
I could go on. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for all the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For it's shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. You know, I'm saddened to see that in the world, I saw an ad the other day for this Fifty Shades of Grey about someone called Christian Grey. I thought, wow, that's so significant. That there's the Christian Grey. It's, it doesn't even work together because you're either black or you're white. Hallelujah. There is no, there is no grey available to Christians. You're either in or you're out. And the reality is the enemy wants to try and colour your thinking and make you believe that you are somehow discoloured, somehow deformed. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So we need to be vigilant to recognise every time there's a little seed of condemnation, a little seed of fear, a little seed of something that's trying to steal your identity and, and recognize that this is dangerous. This does not even belong in my heart. This is robbing me of righteousness, peace and joy. And this is robbing the world of the gift of Christ in me. We sang it today, out of our bellies will flow rivers of living water. I shared on, on Friday night from Ezekiel 47, everything the river touches lives. Oh, that's exciting. If you look at that with a raw view, what does that look like? Think about it for a minute. You have the mind of Christ. If you're temptation, then you are viewing wrongly the gift that you've been given. So the enemy comes, he bombards you with temptation. You think up and remember, he's trying to deceive you. He's trying to steal your identity because he's afraid of you. What would it be like if you woke up every morning and just began to meditate on, thank you God that I have the mind of Christ. What does that feel like today? Is Christ anxious? Is he discouraged? Is he depressed? Is he condemned? Is he weak? Is he uh, impure? Is he unclean? So I have a job to daily reckon myself dead and remind myself that old thinking is gone. I am not even going to allow it in my room. I'm not going to, it doesn't belong to me anymore. And every opportunity for a thought to come and make me feel like I belong to that is just my opportunity to sharpen my sword and remind myself of the truth. Hallelujah. And I have the mind of Christ. So I'm going to think about that. I've just been enjoying it this morning, thinking about what it looks like to live in the mind of Christ. It means I'm not thinking selfishly. It means I'm, I'm not thinking in any way defiled. My, my thinking is pure. My motives are pure. What does it feel like to be clean, to have no guilt, to have no shame? That is your inheritance. And it's not something you earn. It's something that you step into by faith. By grace we have been saved 
And you don't even have to find the faith. He says He's given it to you. (laughs) In fact, we have His faith. So if you're thinking, I just wish I had enough faith to actually believe that I was righteous, you do. Anyway, if the enemy tells you, oh, you don't have enough faith, say, it's no longer me who live, but Christ who lives in me, and I have the mind of Christ, how much faith do you want? Can you see how scary you actually are to the enemy? Is anybody getting a glimpse of this? Because this makes me stay awake at night, sometimes just buzzing with joy. Like, I have to stop thinking now. <laughs> oh, it's too exciting. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about here? Spontaneous worship breaks out. This is who you are. And he's, he's leading us continually in genuine repentance that gives up, surrenders the old thinking and acknowledges the fact that I have now the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. I've been exploring that a little bit. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, um, verse 12. God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The Holy Spirit's been given to us so that we could actually know. Exciting, Ephesians 1. So that we can know the hope of our calling. The Spirit of God's been given to us so that we can know what is available to us inheritance in us, the saints, and the greatness of the power toward us who believe. The Holy Spirit wants to wake you up, and He wants to say that the Spirit of God has come upon you. He is in you, and He is on you, and you have received Christ as your Savior. When you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost, the Lord says that He is in you, and He is upon you. You have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. You are the righteousness of God in Christ as you confess your sin. He is faithful and just to forgive you of all your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Even if your heart condemns you, He's greater than your heart, and He looks for you to get up and live by faith. It, I'm going to finish just with this, this verse here. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14. It is light that makes everything visible. This is why it is said, wake up, O sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. I hear the Holy Spirit saying, wake up, O sleeper. Wake up, church. We had an earthquake that even touched Brisbane. I I was actually prophesying that night in Atlanta that there was going to be an earthquake. And the next day there was an earthquake uh, felt in Atlanta. And I got got home and realized, hang on, you've just had an earthquake in Brisbane. It was 2 a.m. in the morning, I believe, yes? Maybe they only heard about it in America. Yes, it it hit like up in Bundaberg and it was felt right down here in Brisbane. And it woke some people up at 2 a.m. I believe the Spirit of God is speaking and saying, Wake up, O sleeper. Wake up, Brisbane, because God is giving you grace to believe that you have been given all things, that you've been given power to do great exploits. 
you've been given power to not live as weak and, and seeing a few little things and, and maybe seeing a little bit here and there. That day is done. That age is gone. And the church is arising and shining. Hallelujah. They're not Christian gray. They're white and shining. The light of the world. Hallelujah. God has called you to be the light of the world. And so what fellowship does light have with darkness? We need to be aware that we need to guard our hearts because deception comes as, and it sidles up to us and says, yeah, this will be all right. You can have a bit of this. But what it does is it, it, it changes your taste. It sears your conscience. And they're lies of condemnation. They just sort of sit there and you don't even know that they're there until the light exposes it. And I believe that the Spirit of God is wanting to shine His bright, shining light on your heart right now, not to bring you into guilt or condemnation, but to set you free from what is trying to nest and reproduce in your heart. I believe that today the Spirit of God wants to set some people free. Hallelujah.